VT Network. Welcome to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Dead Man. With me, as always, my brother of another color, Mr. DJ. What's up? And as always with us, my younger, my other youngest brother, Mr. Mustard himself. Yo, what up, people? I saw y'all smashing that motherfucking like button, so I guess we do have some common level-headed people out here that do think Destiny and Division are the exact oh. same fucking Oh! Fuck off. Now, the, the votes are in, and that's it, dead man. I'm sorry, but you're canceled, bro. Fake Your news. opinion's canceled. Fake news. Mm. Nah. Fake news. Collusion. Nah. And I see DJ got moved back up to second billing, and I really appreciate that because it feels good. It feels good. It's not because he's black, it's just because he's a good person. He smells nice, honestly, is what yeah. it is. Hey, Bed Bath & Beyond, man. Yeah, I don't care what Dead Man <laughs> says about you, DJ. I love you, right? Oh, fuck yeah, off. See? <laughs> see? <laughs> I'm glad someone does. So what, what have you guys been playing this week? Uh, DJ? Uh, that Monster Hunter Iceborne. Is that what's that just it, what system is that right? for? Oh, it's for all systems: PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Wow, wow! Yes, yeah, sounds yeah. intense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, it's, it's like that one. Uh, it's it's dauntless. It's dauntless before dauntless. It's dauntless, but better. It's, yeah, it's Monster Hunter was like the original dauntless. Yeah, pretty much. And what about you, Mustard? What you, have you been up to? Playing. Oh, we played Borderlands 3 a lot. I beat the campaign. Um, pretty fun. And then we've been... Uh, always, people... One thing you gotta know about me and Deadman is that there, there are there is like three games in our constant rotation. It is um, Rainbow Six, um, Borderlands for right now, and what's the last one? Call of Duty. And Call of Duty. What? Yeah, no Apex to... Legends? No. Not really. uh, honestly, yeah, Apex yeah. Legend has become such a cesspool. It's it's hard to yeah, play. Yeah, dude. It's just third partying over third partying over third partying on top of third partying. It's whack. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mustard, explain what third partying is. Hmm? Explain what oh. third partying is. Third partying in a Battle Royale game is like when you get into a fight with another squad and either during that fight or immediately afterwards another squad rolls up to try to take you out while you're weak and healing from the other fight. Ah, so like vultures. It's the f- It happens constantly in the game. Like, people will hear shots across the map, and the map is so easy to navigate with the characters are so quick. You can literally get there in, like, seconds, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Take up out the remains and read the rewards. Yeah, no, yeah. that's yeah. essentially it. But it, it, it's honestly, uh, when it when it first came out, and I was a lot happier about it, uh, when it first came out, it was a lot more, I want to say, friendly. You know what I mean? There was a lot uh, more. People was, were just scared. Yeah, it was. I guess because they didn't know the game, so there was not as much crossover. There wasn't any third partying. But now there's third party, literally fucking squads. All they do is wait for people to get in a, in a gunfight, and they capitalize. Yeah, essentially, uh, when yeah, when this game first came out, it, it it wasn't a problem. People people were afraid to go out and kill people. People were afraid to go out and play the game, just like in Fortnite. 
when Fortnite first came out, there was no building. There was no crazy sporadic building, five-star hotels in, in two seconds, Wi-Fi. Like, there was none of that in Fortnite when it first came out. You still, you just had ground to play, and that's really much it. And that's kind of what I liked about it. But Apex has gone third-party system, and I hate it. I fucking hate it. Could you imagine being in a lobby with with a bunch of third-partiers? Must be the most boring shit in the world. I mean, every fucking game I ever play ever. Yeah, and the worst part is, is that like usually these sweat problems are are relegated to like the Xbox, but mm-hmm. these these sweat problems are everywhere now. Yeah, it's PC is really bad too with it. Dang, PC is usually the safe space. <laughs> nah. No, not in battle royales, my guy. No, no, in battle royales are one of the worst ones. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I've been playing. I've been playing Borderlands pretty much all week. We played some Brawl Hollow the other day. Uh, this uh, this ninety days this ninety days of sobriety is uh, is pretty strange. I'm not gonna lie, because I, I find myself on Saturday like again this Saturday just like fuck do I do? Yeah, and you wake up at three in the morning and decide to text me. Yeah, that was like yeah. Uh, we went. I went to go see the new Joker movie. Uh, As did I, and so did Mustard. Uh, of course, DJ is uh, far behind. And uh, Fuck you. <laughs> so I went to go see the new Joker movie. I uh, came home, was up for a while, and I hadn't slept uh, from work. And then finally, I passed out at 8, 8 p.m. And I was like, I guess I'm going to get some sleep. I'll take a quick nap, wake up at like midnight, text Mustard, get on some Borderlands. No, I slept all the way to like 3 a.m. And I texted him. I was like, hey, man, you want to play some Borderlands? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and I was just like, yes, please. Yeah, so it's it's been a really rough week for me. Uh, I've had nothing but car problems, and uh, oh I'm... yes, that why don't you why don't you tell us about that? <laughs> well, I'm only gonna say because uh, I decided after consulting one of my friends who was a lawyer, uh, I, I decided that I'm not gonna tell my version of events on on any public forum. I'm just uh, I'm going to my other friends' podcasts, which are much more successful than ours. Uh, they have listeners into thousands and thousands, and uh, I'm going to share information on those podcasts. I will say, however, that my 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 experience with with uh, the car uh, it has been not pleasant, and that's about uh, that's about as far as I want to go with it. Damn, you hear that, Mustard? No, I know the whole story, bro. Yeah, I know. So do I. But, like, you know, we ain't shit here. You're that, folks. Oh, yeah. BTS. Oh, no, no it, it's, it's, I understand. Screw us. Go to somewhere why. else. That's not that. It's that, you know, uh, if I'm going to be. Liability. If, if, if I'm going to be telling this story on three or four other podcasts, I don't want to, you know, also bring it to ours. Yeah, you know, you know, you know not your own platform. No, so give, no. us a, give us a nutshell <laughs> roundabout about what happened. <laughs> Um, in the most in the most professional way you possibly can. Oh man! In the vaguest possibilities I can, I will just say that uh, the car that I signed for is currently on is currently in the mechanic shop and has been for days. So, so prom- you fucked your dad, huh? <laughs> So no, that, that that problem is <laughs> ongoing. Then that's another yeah. reason I don't wanna, 
I don't really want to talk about it too much is because it is an ongoing problem. Mm. So, anyways, you guys ready to start the show? I know everybody listening is. <laughs> Wait, we weren't already starting the show? <sighs> what the heck was all the introduction for? Are you even recording, asshole? Yes, I'm recording. I don't have double check. Brain. Double check. I'm double, double check. Right I now. double checked. <laughs> Cock. Need that fucking double check, bro. Anyways, <laughs> in video game news, and I found this kind of fucking hilarious. The Untitled Goose Game is the best-selling game on the Switch right now, and that is beating out uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Link's Awakening that that is uh, that is going uh, that is beating all the Pokemon games, literally a game about you just being an asshole goose. Right now is the best selling, uh, <laughs> the best selling uh, game on the Switch, and we do have uh, we do have a picture here, uh, I believe from one of the developers uh, showing bestsellers number one, Untitled Goose Game on on Twitter. What did he say? I can't even see it. What did he say? Uh, I can't believe we've done this. Untitled Goose Game. (laughs) Come on, that's awesome. That is that. That's fucking awesome. I I believe it. Uh, Like, uh, let's see. Hold on a sec. Let's see if we can get. uh... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, go ahead and. DJ, go ahead and read that one. Given that uh, given that Link's Awakening is fairly new and selling pretty well around the globe, Untitled Goose Game Rise Through the Ranks is doubly notable here. This is an indie game made by a studio with four people in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The whole thing started as a joke. Well, now the whole <laughs> world is in on it. That's the best joke ever. This oh is yeah, the best well, joke ever. yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you look at like you know those odd sales, especially on Nintendo platforms, like games you don't really expect to sell. Well, at least not like those super mega hits, but they sell rather well. I mean, I don't know if y'all remember that Nintendo game for the DS. How can I ever yeah, forget yeah. that game? You know yeah. that thing sold like billio, and what was it just? Petting dogs or puppies, really. That's it. That's all you need, bro. Uh, Mustard, go ahead and read this one. Perhaps the goose's dominion shouldn't be a surprise. As we've argued before, being an asshole is a potent power fantasy. (laughs) But more than that, a title goose game is a title that is easily legible to anyone who looks at it. Birds are assholes. This we know. (laughs) Flapstick comedy is universal, and it's especially good for YouTube videos, Twitch streams, and reaction clips. Now, we'll finish this off real quick. Anecdotally, I've spoken to a number of people who say they've introduced non-gamers and children to Untitled Goose Game, and in every case, these newbies were able to pick up the game with ease. The humor, strong internet presence, and accessibility have all come together to form a perfect storm for virality. Goose Game has broken into the mainstream with gusto. (laughs) Pick your own goose. What if it had friends? (laughs) (laughs) Look at the fucking pigeon having a nephew. It has a nephew. Why? Oh, 
Uh, Why not? Uh, look, look this up, folks. It's just too fucking good. Uh, Polygon, uh, Untitled Goose Game, Nintendo Switch bestseller. Uh, they, they, somebody did a fan art, I guess, of the game, and there's a duck, another duck, the goose, uh, a seagull, and a pigeon, and they're all holding knives for some reason. <laughs> it looks like a scene out of like West Side Story. You know what I mean? You can laugh, that assholes. Was, that was that good. was a really lame joke, dude. Oh, I'm fuck sorry. You. What do you, like what are you they're all gonna start snapping their fingers? And yeah, shit? dude, that's what I'm talking about. Like they got the little switch blades; they're all coming down the alley, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Or what, what's a uh, Michael Jackson's bad? There you go. Or no, no, uh, it's a uh, beat it. Beat oh, it's it. Beat Remember it. that video? <laughs> what all? What they all yeah. had switch blades and shit. The choreography was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine this. Just imagine this center little guy right here. With that, with that red leather jacket that that one dude has. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, that's enough of that. Uh, what do you guys think about? Like, I know, I know, mustard has his switch. Uh, DJ, do you have a switch? No, not yet. Okay, because I think this is also on PC. You should really consider it. It's really good. It's a really good console. Oh, I plan on getting one. Yeah, I'm gonna get one here pretty soon myself. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I believe it's also on PC. Uh, we can check real quick, uh, Untitled Goose Game. Here we go. As you can tell, it's one of my recent searches because I found this fucking hilarious. Uh, yep. PC, Mac, or Switch. Hey, which means my ass can get it. Cool. So in other words, people are downloading it on the PC, Mac, and playing it on YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. And little kids are getting their hands on it on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, That's... though. Oh, and it's only 20 bucks to fuck around as an asshole goose. I love it. It's re released recently, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just came out, literally. Uh, release date September 20th. Ah, uh, man, that's fucking funny. I want one. Okay, so. Okay, hold on. What, what, is, what, is, what is that? Jesus. Alright, for those of you who can't see the screen, like, a third of it is fucking ads. Mm -hmm. They gotta pay the bill somehow. Yeah. It's like half the screen. Uh, okay, so Nintendo's week-old Switch Lite has been added to the Joy-Con Drift lawsuit. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, well, let's read it. Uh, in the ongoing saga of uh, Nintendo's Joy-Con drift problem, it appears to be uh, it appears even the Switch Lite is immune. On Saturday, complaints about the barely week old system were added to the class action lawsuit against Nintendo. Originally filed in July, the suit alleges uh, Nintendo knew about a design defect of the Switch's controllers and has failed to correct or acknowledge the problem. The issue causes the Joy-Con's uh, analog stick to register input, aka drift. Even when nothing's touching it, <clears throat> this happens. This happens to so many controllers, though. Why? Why are you? Yeah, it happened, dude. I'm literally dealing with a drift in my controller too. Like, yeah, I am old. too. Yeah, my mine's uh, my my controller's two or three years old, and I use it almost daily. Uh, it doesn't appear to have been fixed with the Switch Lite. Okay, you see, there's the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why people are upset. I agree. 
See, now, if it was just the Switch, like, I'd be like, eh, but the Switch Lite having the exact same issue, that's, that's where we, that's where we hit a wall. Uh, let's see, uh, it doesn't hear, okay, I can't believe it, my, my Nintendo Switch Lite is already drifting, one player, one player cited, I was playing, uh, Breath of the Wild, and the camera kept moving without touching the analog stick, I tried to calibrate and update the controls, but it was still the same, I beat Link's Awakening over the weekend on my original Switch Lite system, original Switch Lite system, what, that is, stop that, that, that sounds, that sounds fake, yeah, yeah, I think, <laughs> that sounds horribly DJ, fake. DJ, here, DJ, you read that real quick. Maybe, maybe you have a different cadence than me. That one right there. I beat, I beat Link's Awakening over the weekend on my original Switch Lite system. Yeah, no, no, doesn't flow at all. That sounds fake. I Unless had, he bought another one. Yeah, <laughs> I only had like I, only, I had only put like twenty something hours on it, and it started to show Joy-Con drift. Why is this happening earlier on than with earlier Switch? Mm. Mm. Well, that would make sense. Why is this happening earlier on than the other Switch? Uh, honestly, probably uh, design. We, this this one is significantly smaller, and uh, like this one also has a lot to contend with. So, this... well, the Switch has independent controllers. Yeah. So the the light does not. No, no, no. I know that. I'm just saying that you know the, the the controllers on these might be just a little bit ro more more robust because they detach, while these ones mm -hmm. do not. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think you're right. Here's the, yeah, here's the problem. Like I said, I mean, if the uh, original Switch controllers are breaking, is replace those, but the light. Yeah. And that's the whole reason I'd never buy first gen. Yep. Pretty much. Except for the iPhone 11 Pro. But I'm honestly, you gotta you gotta admit. That. You gotta admit that this is kind of a small problem. Uh, well, I mean, let's see, let's let's because I saw numbers. My switch, switch Joy-Con drifts. It does. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no. like well, for people with Switch Lite, I guess because I mean, no, I mean, like, yeah, it'd be a small problem for regular people, but I guess if they if it's like a couple of weeks after buying and this already happens, I would kind of be annoyed myself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm no, just saying, I... my my okay, I'm just giving you my experience with this actual issue. You literally just have to tap your you tap your fucking joystick on the top with your thumb and it stops. That's it. Huh. Like that's it. It's not it's not even a big deal. Like mine does it too. Maybe I could see over time it getting worse, but like I said, you literally just tap your fucking joystick and it, and it stops. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I had the same problem with Breath of the Wild. My shit would drift over and I'd be like, wait, well, what? And I just tap it and it would, yeah, it would be like, it'd be fine. I don't know. What do y'all think? <laughs> uh, well, I'm thinking I'm, I'm grateful that I'm not going to buy mine until probably uh, n uh, next month or the month after. Next year, probably. No, no. All right. Shut hey, up. DJ, I'll bet you 20 bucks he doesn't buy a Switch within the year. Nah, I don't like losing. <laughs> <laughs> smart man. Smart man. That's a smart man. <laughs> But uh, Deej, what do you, what do you, I mean, because like in my personal opinion, if you buy something from a company and it, and it gets fucked less than, uh, you know, what, like this person had it for 20 hours, I kind of expect them to stand behind their product and do something about it. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, like what, yeah, 20 hours of play and, and the, and the standard warranty is like at least one year, but 
you know, if you only play so much and, you know, yeah, I will probably like, I will probably kick up like a huge fuss, but I'll at least try to get the problem fixed as quickly as possible. But, uh, you know, and, I, and that's the thing, like I said, I mean, with the switch, regular switch, like I said, I mean, if eventually it just goes busted, you can just replace the controllers, but the switch light, you have to replace the entire system unless, you know, they get it sent in so they can uh, work on it directly. But the fact of the matter is you probably have to open it, maybe. Depending mm-hmm. on how worse the problem is, and, and if, I think and if you even offer the repair, yeah, exactly. So and, and that's the uh, and that's the main problem because you know because this doesn't just affect the control, this affects the whole console. So it's like, yeah. So like I said, it'll probably be I'm, I'm gonna make sure another generation comes out before I get one. And I plan yeah. on getting both, but I'll probably get up getting a Switch Lite first. But <laughs> first gen, man, first gen. It's it's not even that I'm telling you, it's not even that big of an issue. I know, but like, like yeah. it's a big enough issue for somebody to fucking sue. Yeah, I would I wouldn't go that sue far over to everything. Sue. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far to sue. I mean, that's a bit too far. I would just you know just address the issue. You know, you know quietly, just try to make you know resolve it. I mean, it's not like they're yeah, it's exactly. not like they're lacking in money. Yeah, it's yeah, not like they're yeah, lacking in recalls or anything else like that. You know what I mean? Like we like how how many fucking recalls did the Wii U have because of controller failure? Oh no, that was years ago. But you know, you know what you know which one I'm talking about, right? The one that came out with the Zombie U. Mm-hmm. Like it had how how many recalls because the screen was failing? I have a no l- idea. L- lot, dude. You remember, right, mustard? Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, I mean, like I said, I I expect a I expect a company to uh to stand behind their product. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Oh, with that. Oh, I just don't know about the whole stupid thing. It's like I mean, if it blew up in my face or something. Uh, though not nearly as frustrating as having the issue crop up on the Switch Lite, Nintendo, while Nintendo hasn't addressed the problem in any kind of detail, the company did begin offering free Joy-Con repairs, no questions asked. After the lawsuit started, but hey, whatever. <laughs> oh, better late uh, than never. Um. So they are they aren't offering the fix for the light and for the for the normal Joy Cons, and this person is on their third week of waiting for theirs back. And of course, there's plenty of YouTube do yourself do it do uh, do it yourself methods, and let's not do that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, this thing's on the warranty. <coughs> make them make them do it. Oh yeah. All right, so uh, let's see here. Like this is, I found this fucking hilarious. Uh, this is another example of shooting yourself in the foot. So Ubisoft uh, did actually, uh, despite their promises, did end up putting in uh, boosters, uh, microtransactions, and a a form of loot boxes into Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And uh, as soon as everybody went, hey, they took it back out. (laughs) (laughs) You get that out of my face. (laughs) I see you. Stop it. All right. So, uh, Mustard, go ahead and take that one. Hold on a sec. 
And every time we do this show, I feel like I'm back in fucking high school, I swear to God. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so we can go ahead. Uh, just, just that right there. Ghost Recon Breakpoint goes live on October 4th, but it's playable now for people who pre-ordered the Gold, Ultimate, or Wolves Collector Editions. Whoever the fuck would do that, you are retarded, dude. I'm yeah. sorry, but like Ghost Recon is not a game you buy in the Gold, Ultimate, or Wolf Collector Edition. There, that is just... I'm sorry. Through that, through that early access period, courtesy of Reddit or whatever, it came to the light that there are an awful lot of microtransactions available for purchase through the in-game store. I mean, games, it's, I don't know, it's what games do now. I don't know why we're getting so surprised over it. Games have been doing that for fucking years, dude. Yeah, but once again, this this took the Call of Duty <clears throat> thing, where it was like, we're, 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 we're taking away microtransactions, we're not doing that, everything we do is going to be on, on the board, uh, and, and uh, they did it anyways. So, uh, Deej, go ahead and do and Hitler invaded one. Poland, I'll say it again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then. <clears throat> Most of the stuff up for grabs is cosmetic and accessible through gameplay. But there are also time savers, including bundles of skill points, crafting materials, and weapons upgrade that have a direct impact on gameplay. And there's the issue. Pay to win. Pay to win. Yeah, look at this. We have uh, we're looking at a screen now. We got four skill points, twelve skill points, twenty sixty crafting materials. Uh, what is this? Large something bundle. Large crafting product uh, materials bundle. Uh, assault rifles. All the upgrades for the weapons are on this first screen. And this does directly affect gameplay. So, this is literally paid win. And hmm. once again, they like, like I said, man, they, they what I don't understand what everybody why, why do they keep thinking they can sneak this past us? <laughs> I don't know. They don't see gamers as people and, and more just as uh. ATM machines is, you know, designed just to give them money. Do you, do you really think it's that impersonal? Uh, for some companies, yes, I do. Yeah. Like, like you for know. instance, Ubisoft? <laughs> like Tom yeah. Clancy? You know, Ubisoft, <clears throat> EA. I mean, and they have filters, you know, so, like, you know, we yell at the... You know, the people who deserve it and the people who make the decisions are pretty much, oh, yeah, like, oh, life's good for me. I hired someone to eat all this shit for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have my poison tester. If there's poison in my food, they die, which sucks for me because then I got to hire another poison tester. You know, I'm telling you, dude, like whoever does the social media for these companies, I hope they get paid really well because that's basically what their job is. It's pretty much to eat shit that they, that these people are not willing to eat themselves. Yeah, uh, what, what's the what? That's, that, that's like how the cat thing became my favorite meme was because of the guy from GameStop. Did you ever see that? No, but we're gonna. Yeah, hold, hold on. <laughs> All right, Dead Man's gonna fix that right now. No, like, like the cat thing didn't make me laugh. It, it, it really didn't until, uh, until uh, uh, I saw. 
all nonstick. Yeah, because these these guys have started sharing memes, but uh, hold on a sec. That these guys are sharing a lot of memes. Like what is? Goddamn. All right, somebody needs to take the phone away from the social media guy from GameStop because this is a bit much. Wow. Yeah, look at this. This is ridiculous, <laughs> dude. It goes back days and days. When do they ever post about GameStop? This is like this is like Mustard's Facebook feed. It's nothing but memes and video games. Not anymore. I've calmed down a lot. Thanks for killing the joke, dickhead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I can say it's like it's like DJ's fucking Facebook page because DJ doesn't believe in social media. Honestly, I'm starting to kind of hate it too. If I'm being honest. Exactly. Oh, don't don't give me exactly. You haven't even <laughs> been on social media enough to hate it. Yeah, I have. No, you it haven't. Exists. No, you yeah, haven't. Boy. No, the fuck you yes, haven't. I, yeah, yes, I have. That's like saying that's like saying I know you're paying of being black. Exactly. Jesus Wait. Christ, there is so much. What are you trying to get at here? I don't you know. know I, right? like, I, I, I fucking I, forgot, I forgot what we were on here. You know, let's just freaking move yeah. on. Yeah, seriously, right, dude. Hold, hold on. on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you're still gonna try. Okay. Ugh. Remember, folks, he gives all his good shit on the other podcast. We over here. Oh, my God, really? That's off. what we're fucking here for? That's what we're fucking <laughs> that's, here for? That's the one stupid right there. cat meme, you dumbass? I fucking said it was a stupid wasted, cat meme. We wasted all this fucking time for this. Are you kidding me? I said it was a stupid this cat meme. fucking stupid-ass meme, dude. Okay, let that me one. see this. People tweeting to GameStop about trade-in prices. Me, the social media guy who has nothing to do with trade-in prices. <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking meme, dude. That was back in July. Holy shit. My god, you were gonna scroll through the fucking July, you dumb shit? No, that's why I did the Google search. <laughs> if we didn't start bitching, you would have scrolled all the way back to that fucking post, dude. I would have I tried. I would have tried. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, like, like why the why the fuck do they keep trying to sneak this in? Like, like Call of Duty said they're going to go straight across the board. They fucking lied about that. Now that all their goddamn pre-orders are, can are canceled, you have all these other games that are that are popping up. These really strict, uh, these really simple indie games like Untitled Goose Game. Like all all these motherfuckers are making money because these triple A guys keep shooting themselves in the foot. And I and I honestly believe it or not. I'm fucking grateful because now we're watching all these big studios drown and all these little indie fucks come up and take over. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, drown to a fault because each company has their own fallback series that, that will keep them uh, afloat for a while. You know, Activision, you have Call of Duty. With EA, you have the sports games. Yeah. Ubisoft is pretty much Tom Clancy. And Rainbow Six now. Well, you know, that's part of Tom Clancy. That is Tom Clancy, dude. I fucked um, up. I realized the second I said it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's the thing. It's like one of those 
they, they might hurt or get, you know, maybe a little punch, but until like their fallback games really start. Now, with Activision, you know, it's Call of Duty, so maybe this will get them. You know, but EA is, is a bit harder because those sports games, particularly Madden and FIFA, and my gosh, like, and, and the fans of those games, they just pump out money through the nose. It's like, you just can't stop them. It's like, try to stop them to give them money. Okay, let me, let me, let me say something here. It's like, while we have 12-year-olds that are willing to use their fucking parents' credit cards that are therapists, you know what I mean? Like, while we have those people, yeah, this is going to be around. While there is people willing to buy these things, they are going to be available to sell. What I don't understand is why people are getting so fucking upset. Because literally every other fucking video game has these already. Mm-hmm. And I know, yes, Ghost did. They said we're not going to do it. We're going to keep it straight to the. Yeah, they can say whatever the fuck they want, dude. But, like, it's their game and it's their development process. And they're not breaking any laws by doing this. So. Actually, they are. Mm, that's debatable, but whatever. No, I'm not, no, yeah, not going to fucking. Actually, that is kind of a gray area. I'm not going to fucking get into it with you right now. No, it's, not, like, it's not a debatable oh topic. God. It is a bait and switch tactic. That's why fucking Destiny got sued. That's why No Man's, no Man's Sky got sued. Like, that's why all these motherfuckers got sued is because they said a whole bunch of cool shit was going to be in the fucking game, and it wasn't. And they got sued. It's not the same thing, though. Yes, the fuck it is. That's false advertising. That's okay, literally right. what you're talking like about. Said, We're not going like to do said, it. I'm not going to get it. into it right now. I'm not going to. Nope. Whatever, dude, you're right. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Deej, Deej, what, do you what do you say? Come on, be the, be the final nail in this coffin. Deej just agree uh, with him, so he shuts you. the fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, all right, look. Final word is basically this. Look, people. The, you know, these people, these companies are going to do it. Look, you, look, you have to understand. You know, they can say whatever they want, but you can say whatever you want, but it's not going to make a difference. If you want to make a difference, vote with your wallet. Hit them where it hurts, and that's the green. If you want to make a difference, don't buy microtransactions. Don't buy the fucking have, game. Yeah, don't buy the game. Or if you have to buy the game, don't buy the microtransactions. Make sure you understand, you know, you know hit them in the checkbook. That's ultimately where it comes down to. Yeah. It may be hard, it may be excruciating, but if you want long-term, uh, long-term results, you gotta do it. That's pretty much all I have to say. Agreed. Yeah, I, I can agree on that. All right, so let's dead that and move on. Now Disney has a whole lot of it has thirteen categories in the Oscars this year, and they are pushing. Zero fucking actors. No actors are being pushed at all. They're they're pushing for sound design. They're pushing for screenplays. They're pushing for uh, special effects. I, I, oh yeah, here here it is. Uh, best picture. Uh, uh, best director. Adapted screenplay. Cinematography. Film editing. Production design. Costume design. Makeup and styling. Sound mixing. Visual effects. Original score. But none of them. Are, uh, are are going for actors? When uh, what do you guys think about this? Because I have I have I have my little thing. Uh, Mustard, go ahead. 
I don't know. I think it's fair, but at the same time, it's really cuck. But fair doesn't always have to be nice. So yeah, I don't. I don't really. I'm not as surprised either. I guess I don't know. It's all good over here. I'm good. What about you? Who me or dead man? Either one of you idiots. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Are you? Uh, for me, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, if no, if nobody else, I think Robert Downey Jr. deserves uh, a nomination for acting. I mean, that scene where he was literally a broken man. I mean, he was basically broken throughout the entire movie. In Endgame. Yeah. It was, you know, like, it was incredible. And, like, in that scene where he laid into Captain America, it's like, you know, you say, you know, we would lose together. And, well, guess what? We lost. You know, it's like, that was incredible. Like, everything culminated, you know. Him was trying to do all, all, all trying to come up with some kind of plan. And, you know, it backfired, but he tried something. Uh, You know, like, uh, uh, Civil War, like, everything was just so brilliant like so brilliant on his part and like for me that final scene where he says iron iron man he snaps his fingers you know spoiler alert but like come on like you know seriously highest grossing film you haven't seen it yet you're an idiot but uh he snaps his fingers it's it's been uh it's been it's been more than six weeks you can say it yeah so and you know he's like i am iron man it's like i looked at that scene several times and and it's it was like Finally, it's like I can finally rest. You know, it's like such a relief. You know, such a relief for me. And I'm sorry, it's like I can't believe that Robert Downey Jr. is not going to get at least an Oscar nomination for that role. I mean, it, it was downright incredible. Like everyone was great, but he really stood out. And there was like no other actor. They should at least try to push him. Yeah, for those of you who are not familiar with the, the Oscars process. Uh, best way I could say is that uh, companies put out uh, spend a lot of money, like a lot, a lot of money, to push actors to uh, to push their special effects artists, so on and so forth, by sending out uh, gift baskets, uh, briberies to the the people that vote on the Oscars. If you want a good look and real criticism of it, actually look up the video of uh, Denzel Washington blasts Oscars uh, uh, on YouTube. It's it's actually pretty telling about the whole process. And uh, like for me, like the the idea that they're not pushing anything, especially with this, means that for from the way from the way I'm looking at it, like a business uh, standpoint of view. Is that they don't really want you to forget who these actors are, so they can move on to the next phase. I mean, let's not forget that uh, Heath Ledger did win posthumously uh, Best Supporting Actor for his role as the Joker in The Dark Knight, and since then there has yet to be another Joker uh, that even touches Heath Ledger's performance. We're we're gonna get into the Joker movie, the new one, in a minute, but there, there there's a there's a there's a certain uh, I guess, uh, I guess, writ when it comes to actors, especially when it comes to comic book movies, uh, becoming uh, Oscar winners. And I, th- I'm, I'm the way I'm looking at it is, is that Disney wants to avoid that. They want you to forget Robert Downey. They want you to forget, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Chris Evans, Cap. They want you to forget uh, Cap. They want you to forget Chris Pratt. 
Uh, so yeah, they can Thor. move on. And I Thor. Know, Thanos, Thanos, Thanos. And, as well, Thanos was great in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah. So they want you to forget these actors and, and start moving past that so they can start with their next phase and make just as much money. And that's the way I see it. What do you, what do you, are you guys, what do you guys think? Uh, Buster? Try to forget act. I don't know. It's also like an issue of being like lazy. You know what I mean? Because like, how long is, have these Marvel movies been in production? Like how long, how long have we been doing two movies a year? Uh, it's what, 10 years, 12 years? You know what I mean? I, like, these actors have been in the same role for 12 years. They like on one hand they do deserve Oscars, but at the at the, on the other hand, like they know by the numbers that this is a great piece of film and and like cinematic art, but they don't need that extra gratification. I think they I think that the people that deserve Oscars are in the other spectrum of filmmaking where it's not overproduced and everything is CGI and they have these huge action scenes that are so visually stimulating you feel like you're fucking tripping balls. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I've, I I I see your point, but I disagree with that last part. Like, there's there's a lot of points to be made here. Is what I'm trying to say is like there's a lot of different ways that you can view this issue that you're having. Like yes, you can view the fact that yes, these actors have been working very hard their entire life for doing these kinds of roles, and they do deserve some recognition. But at the same time, literally, it's the same thing. Like these actors have been doing this role for so many times that it's kind of like why do they deserve Oscars now? If we've never given them one before, uh, well, I mean, it's not the first time comic book movies have won Oscars. Like, like, like. Well, that's that's number one. Number two, uh, yeah, the whole CGI thing, action piece after action piece. I, I, I can, I can't agree with that because we've had Oscar nominations that were so CGI fucking heavy. It's ridiculous. Um. I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, of but like, they probably weren't produced by Disney and weren't a major fucking AAA title. That's a comic book that everybody knows. Like, yeah, you can have. Uh, my main issue wasn't the CGI. I'm saying it's overproduced. Um. Well, I mean, we can look at a. Uh... God damn it! I had it just uh, Jupiter Ascending. A terrible fucking movie, but I mean, it was it was mostly CGI. It was produced by the Wachowskis. It was up for for a couple of Oscars and just lost because it was a terrible fucking movie. But you know, anyway, so we're getting off track. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's smart on their part. I, I think they should have pushed, and I think they should push, and I think they should be throwing whoever they can at the Oscars. Hmm. What do you think, Deej? Uh. You know, I, well, I, I feel it's like, you know, if someone does the work and they really give out a, a truly performance, you know, like, you know, they, they deserve at least a shot at it. I mean, I see Mustard's point of view yeah. as well. You know, I try to see all other sides, but, you know, for so long, you know, you have not just comic book movies, like you know, just, just fiction in general, like, you know, it's overly fan fiction, like fantasy, sci-fi and all this stuff, you know, they get, you know, you have these actors who give out these incredible performances, but they get overlooked because of the type of movie they give the performance in. Like the Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker, it's like, it was like getting, uh, it was like pulling teeth just trying to get a nomination, let alone uh, actually winning it. Oh, yeah, there was so much uh, behind that. 
We'll, we'll go, know, we'll it, go it, into that another time. But yeah, there was there was a lot. You know, it's it, it, it's crazy. I mean, I believe that you know, regardless of the type of movie, if something is worth mentioning or something is noteworthy, I believe it should you know at least get a shot at it. You know, regardless, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, we might not like that type of genre, but if this actor is literally bringing something that's Oscar caliber, then I believe they deserve a nomination. You yeah, know, I mean, I mean that, well, that, 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 that's just my two cents. Yeah, uh, well, th- this is uh, the whole campaigning with the Oscars thing, and for those of you who are new to it, this is also why Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win an Oscar until literally, literally The Revenant, like a year or two ago. And it's because he refused to campaign. He refused to to uh, to, to to be part of the the whole zeitgeist that was that happens with the Oscars. He refused, literally refused. Like nobody would. He didn't want to touch it. He didn't want to be part of the campaigning or anything else like that. And so he never won a fucking Oscar. Like I think he should have won one for Django Unchained. I think he should have won one for uh, several of these other movies that he's that he's come out for lately. And you know, The Revenant. The only reason The Revenant. Uh, one for him was because everybody had their fucking eye on the Oscars and for the Academy Awards and were like, go ahead, deny him again. We fucking dare you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised it took him so long to win an Oscar. I mean, I thought he won one for Titanic. Everyone and their grandmother was he, who even like glanced at that film, you know, won a Oscar for that. Yeah, but but, you know, but he he. I don't. He, he didn't win an Oscar for it. Like, like it, it was. It, they they won an Oscar literally for everything else. Yeah, literally. <laughs> let's let's and, see. Let's see. Uh, well, well, we we don't have to go into that much, dude. Uh, we got best picture, best original score, best director, cinematography, sound mixing, visual effects, costume design, production design, sound editing, film editing. Actress, supporting <laughs> actress, mm-hmm. makeup and hairstyle. They gave it to everybody but him. Literally, look at this. It's pretty sad. Holy shit. There's no one in the Austin is so controversial. But yeah, but basically that's my two cents, basically. But yeah, it's... It, that's ridiculous. I thought he won one for that, but I guess not even that. But I'm glad he finally won one because, yeah, I mean, Leo, he's a really incredible actor. He and has he grown did, into his shoes, yeah. You know, and he deserved at least four, I think, off the top of my head. At the minimum, at the very minimum, I, I can say at least three in my, in my book. Um, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Um, Django Unchained and The Revenant. Yeah. Mustard? Our man Leo has been has been snuffed so many times and I'm just like well you know what he's not the only one though there's a lot of other actors that have been like yeah, I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp has never won an Oscar either. I hmm. don't know. Um, you know, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I'm people like 90, actually thought that. Ninety uh, percent sure. Yeah, I mean, people actually thought that. Nope. Uh, uh, he was. Yeah, he was a nominee for uh, Finding Neverland, Sweeney Todd, The Demon. Bar- wow, really? Uh, Demon Barbers uh, and uh, pfft, Sweeney Todd, Finding Neverland, Pirates of the Caribbean. He was a nominee, has not won. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, 
it's it's the same shit with him because like we've we've seen him in so many different roles and so many amazing and fantastic and are like like uh I don't even know how to like say it like thes- thespianly uh, demanding. <laughs> 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 you know, just roles that seem hard to fucking do, and like he hasn't won any recognition for it either. And I'm just saying it happens a lot. That's so. That's why I'm not so upset about it with the with the Marvel actors because I'm like, yeah, why would they give it to them? Like, why? Like, that's so stupid. Like, they would they would fucking sweep in that case. Like, that's not fair. No. Uh, well, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 well, I, I, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I'll wait until the Oscars if they actually if if uh. If Endgame actually sweeps the Oscars, then I'll probably punch someone in the face. Uh, it's going to with production. I'm telling you right now. Well, yeah, I mean, play that most likely. We got, we got all this. We don't. We don't know the. We don't know the movie. The, oh no, no, is it? It, it is for Endgame. Hold on. Uh, let's hear. Yeah, it's Endgame. It has to be. Yeah, hold on. So, uh, the studios pushing yeah, there it Endgame. Is. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, uh, if so, director uh, and pitcher, yeah, I'm punching someone in the face. So I do agree with be, I don't know what I don't. You guys shouldn't even be like questioning it. It's gonna sweep. I'm telling you. Oh no doubt. Well, no, no, no. You're right, but it's honestly, it's, it's pitcher and director that I'm looking at. Really, maybe. Do you think is Joker too late uh, to be in the Oscars or no? Huh. Hmm. Well, that That's might a have good a good question. Might have a good chance. Uh, what, what's a no? Because it's in October. They've had Oscar entries in, in like, December. Try it. Oscar cutoff. No, no, no. Just put Oscar Oscar date cutoff. All right, all right, all right. Hold on a sec, folks. Yes, you, you can't be very specific with Google. You're not going to get what you want. Uh, yep, December 31st. Oh, uh, December 31st. Yeah, okay, like yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, there's, there's been movies in December that have been uh, a campaign for. So, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Joker has a, Joker has a good a chance as any. Now that we're done with Disney, because honestly, fuck you for not pushing uh, the beautiful Captain America. Hold on, can we just talk about how you just tried to Google that like a 50-year-old man real quick? What? I am still used to old school Google where you have to be very specific about what you want. The algorithm no. is now different. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's no. true. I remember they had to put quotations sometimes. Yeah, 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 I, remember yeah. That. I remember that too. I remember that too. Yeah, the different like formatting. But like, no, nowadays, no, brother. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, you just type in words. It'll come up with something. Yep. Okay, anyways, go back. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck you, Disney, for not pushing Robert Downey Jr. Fuck you, Disney, for not pushing um, the beautiful fucking Chris Evans as Captain America. Robert Downey. Okay, oh, so now that now that that's over, up. let's 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 talk about Joker because the dead I sound. did I did see it. Well, no, we're no, still that, in the that, movie category. Oh, that's the only one we switched categories. Okay, yeah. uh, I did see it. Mustard saw it. What did you think? Without going into too many details. Well, I'm going to say, like I said last night. It, uh, Without exaggeration, it's probably one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I think uh, it's a perfect testament to mental illness, and um, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that subject, and I can see why it's controversial and why it's being um, criticized so harshly. I understand, but this is not a movie for everybody. Yeah, this is not a comic book movie. No, it's not. It is not. It is not. It is not. 
Uh, this I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just try, it's try, not try, a movie. Try to be as vague as possible. I don't want. I don't want to give any. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, I'm not gonna give too much away. It's oh. just like um. All right, here. How about answer this question? What's Is up? this a worthy successor to Heath Ledger? No, uh, you see, that's that's the fucking problem that everybody has. So you can't well, you can't compare. You cannot compare each Joker to the last because it's different Jokers and every. I Joker. completely agree, and that's something I tell Deadman all the time about comparing Jokers. You can't do that. Hey, you know what? He I'm knows. He knows. No, 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 But he keeps doing it, though. He fucking knows. You know why he does it, though? Just because he can gobble fucking Heath Heath Ledger's cock every fucking second that he gets. (laughs) And I understand because it was a great movie and it was a great Joker, but we have to fucking move on, dude. Okay, well, first of all... Anyway, no, no, no. I'm just going back uh, to what I was saying. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Punch you in the dick. Hold on, hold on. Let me just... Where were we? Um, you're giving you you're, you're giving your response to the movie in as vague terms as possible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The 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 easiest way I could think of it, of explaining it is is in in the in the animated series and not that series in the animated movie and the uh graphic novel called The Killing Joke. It's basically the only the only origin story that we have of the Joker, and. In that one, he said, "There's a sequence at the end where he's doing basically the the, the thing that the the thing the Joker does with people. He just he fucks with them, and he's saying like the only difference between the normies and the crazies is one bad day." And he talks about how he says, like, you think I wanted to be like this the whole time? Like, no. You think I was like? You think I was always like this? No. And this movie really puts that into reality and i and i love it i loved it i loved every fucking second of it um yeah no uh, this um this this is not a comic book movie at all mm-hmm. like first and foremost anybody who's going into this going i'm gonna watch a comic book movie you know the fuck you are not you are here to watch a character study this is a deep 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 movie and it and it asks a lot of you as an audience because there is a lot of really uncomfortable things in this movie but it is dealing with the clown prince of a Gotham. lot of triggering things dude like a lot yeah. of triggers this movie is a huge trigger warning there there are there are there are there the word fuck is prominent in it the um just uh, uh the 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 mocking of of handicapped people is in it like this is this movie is rigorously what Gotham City has always been painted to be in the early in the in the eighties and uh yeah the, the the early seventies and eighties comics. Gotham mm-hmm. is a cesspool. It is a fucking cesspool and people are shitty to each other. And that's this movie the use is that set piece to help design what the Joker becomes. Yeah, I mean think yeah. about it. That you need a, a guy dressed as the a black ops furry to protect it. You know, we get past all the comic book, you know, glory. It's a shitty place. Yeah, there, there's a reason. There's a fucking billionaire who dresses up like a bat and runs around and beats up people. Like it, it's not a good place. And on top of all of that, uh, you know, uh, the the character, the Joker, is seriously disturbing. And, and oh man, I, I will say this: uh, the the a lot of people talk about the violence in this movie. 
even though we have shit like Rambo that just came out where people are getting, you know, like blown up by grenades and yada yada, I understand. Now that I've seen the movie, I understand why they're talking about it, and that's because it feels... Yeah, same. Same. It, yeah, it feels real. No, no. The, I, the, yeah, that that's totally true. You're right. The reason I see why they're talking about it is because this the violence in this movie is not like Rambo, where it's like, it's there's a point Hollywood. A. No, no, no. There's a point A, there's a point B, you're in between me, I gotta kill you. That's it. You know what I mean? That's 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 Rambo killing. This movie has hate. Like, this killing, the killing in this movie is very hate-filled. And you could see it, you could feel it, it's full rage, it's full hate, and it's it's like... The kind of murder that you don't want to watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this is. Yo, some I see. It's, it's, shit. it's a lot. It's a lot like with Rambo. It's more like you're one of a series, but with Joker, it's more personal. Yeah, and it's yeah. more relatable too. It's extremely know, relatable. You feel it. That's that's yeah. what it is. Is that you know with with Rambo, you don't feel the bad guys die. You're like, ha, grenade. Ha, that guy's that guy is human slushy now. Ha, there's limbs yeah. everywhere. That's funny. In in this movie, you're like, oh, fuck me. This fucking guy is insane, but I kind of understand it. Yeah, like, like, like and and for everybody that's like, oh well, it, it's such a, it's such a horrible movie, and the guy's a horrible person. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're built. You can feel the slow burn the entire movie. Like uh-huh. the entire movie, you feel this burn. It's, this it's, it's more of like a descent. Oh, like yeah. it's like. A- it, like did you like this movie is a descent into madness and like you feel it every step of the way. And uh, th- like, th- I know? only have one tiny, 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 literal fucking hair splitting issue with the movie, but that's oh, literally God. splitting hairs, and I'm not even gonna bother with it. And it, it what it, is it? Um, for well, those, unless you can't say it. Yeah, I mean, like, cause yeah, well, no, cause it kind of did show it in the in the previews, so I I don't know. If, I don't know if I can successfully say it. Um, I guess just try uh, the level of intelligence. Yeah, same. It has a problem. Is, too. Yeah, is is not. It, it, and I, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say from who or for which character, but there is a certain level of intelligence that is expected uh, from which from what from from what from one of the characters, and in this movie, it's not there. And that's the only thing I didn't like. But like I said, it's literally just splitting hairs. It, it is splitting fucking atoms. There's just nothing wrong with the movie. So I'm sorry, Deej. What were you saying? I kind of forgot. I mean, I was just thinking about it, you know, from the trailers and from what I've heard people saying. I was wondering, it's like... You know, like this is like, as you said, like a more case study. I mean, I wonder if this was the type of the type of film that if there was a Batman, or they probably maybe they'll probably do something similar with the bat with Batman in this. If this is what uh uh dang, what's his name? The guy the guy recently played Batman. Batflick. Batflick. Yeah, Bat Batflick. You know, I was wondering if he could have been the Batman of this world because like when I watched Batman v Superman, like you know the way he moved, the way he uh, regarded things, the way he carried himself, it didn't really feel like comic bookish, but more down to earth. I guess you could well, say. Well, Batfleck killed people. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he did. He killed people, but I mean, just like just the way he was, like the way he presented himself, like. You know, this is a guy who's not dealing with in a comic book movie, but like more like broken from real world. You know what I mean? He he moved very brutish. You know what I mean? This he movie like has this, this movie has a little bit more um, of an artistic approach to things, like Batman versus Superman. Like I get what you're saying. Like the character itself, maybe if they did something like this, it would work out. But I feel like this is probably going to be a rare one. This is going to be a unique one for a while. I don't yeah, know about I don't, you guys. I don't. I don't see this being tied in any form or way. No. To anything in yeah. DC, and honestly, now that I've seen the movie, I understand because there's why DC just, didn't want a fucking part of it. Yeah. No, the other way around. Why this movie didn't want anything to do with DC? Because honestly, how do you you can't go in. You can't go back into this world. You can't no, do it. You, you can't. You can't. You can't at all. Like, like we we can we can maybe get a we can maybe get a sequel, but I don't want it. I don't. I don't like this was this was this was an art film, and it literally was an art film. It's a character study from minute one. Mm-hmm. So I don't like like yeah. Batflick. Batflick couldn't like like I like I want to say yes because Batflick does have that that grittiness to him, but. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I think it'll take some work, but maybe pull it off with maybe. some, with, huge, with, maybe. yeah, like with some polish and stuff. Because I can imagine at least old, you know, when he's like the old man, it's like really that broken, like you know, facing like you know, Joker like this for so long. Yeah, I mean. God, like, like it's hard because I really do want to say yes. I really do want to say yes that Batfleck could have, you know, a place in this world, in this cinematic universe that the Joker has, that the Joker movie has created. But honestly, like, like we we would have to turn back the clock. We'd have to invent time travel because the only way Batfleck could work in this would ha- he'd have to be a lot younger. Hmm. Like, because we already know that the Joker is fifteen to twenty years older than Bats. Yeah, and um, the like, like for for them to go forward and try to incorporate Batman into this, uh, it's it would be very difficult, like highly, highly difficult. But it's oh God, like I said, I can't. <clears throat> if you're if you're really easily triggered or you're very uncomfortable with uh mental issues and uh statuses and trigger warnings and and all this other shit this movie's not for you like at all because the the violence in this movie is not comic book it it, it is not hollywooded up uh it, it is very very visceral and uh i guess the fucked up part about the whole thing is i was laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, well, it would be joking if you couldn't do that. It, once you see the movie, you'll understand why that's so disturbing. Mm. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the, the director of the movie, Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix, have been lambasted over and over with the fucking question, Are you afraid this is going to provoke violence? No, and fuck you. How about that? 
<laughs> no, come on, guys. Give me your takes on this. Uh, DJ uh, Mustard, go ahead. Well, read their fucking read Warner yeah, Brothers. That, that's exactly what that, that's exactly what uh, Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix have both said. No, fuck you. They, they we're starting conversations about mental health society and everything and, and all these other things. There is no way that this is uh, 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 it is not romanticized in any way. Like like so no fuck you like this is fucking ridiculous and for the media to go this route insults not only the movie but the intellectual uh the the the, the intellectual yeah, work comprehension. That was, yeah that was put behind it mm-hmm. so yeah what do you, i don't think i mean the thing is like when i look at this backlash i mean i think it's more like i don't think people truly like most people truly understood the type of character joker is or, or, you know, is like, you know, because people are like thinking, oh, you know, it's the Joker. He's going to do something crazy, you know, for, you know, goofy, whatever. It makes sense to him alone. And like I said, from what from what I've, from what I've seen of people and uh, and uh, and, you know, what, what I've seen the trailers and, and people I've talked to about it, like, because we always see it as, you know, as the audience. But honestly, I think this is more a perspective of like not looking as the audience, but perhaps as a citizen of Gotham, or perhaps even Batman's perspective. Like what you saw was like you know the crown prince of crime, but this is what Batman really sees every time he faces the Joker. Yeah. The many origin stories of the Joker. What are you fucking talking about? The Dark Knight wasn't an origin story. What? What? Is that, uh, uh, Let's see well, what this is. Uh, yeah. Well, this is uh this is the 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 Red Hood story. Yeah, uh, there's the the this the one other that red, was, the joke. other Red Hood story. Uh, yeah, killing joke. Jack J- Jackie. Uh, of course, uh, the animated oh, series, the man who laughed, otherwise ca- otherwise known as Case Study from. Uh, I think this was uh, I think this was Batman Black and White, isn't it? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. I knew that one, and of course, Dark Knight offers no fucking backstory. And uh, that one, uh, Lovers and Madmen, I think it is. That uh, another one where uh, named Jack, uh, where he's named Jack, and so on and so forth. Not uh, sure about that one. Yeah, I've read all these, but uh, yeah, this is also. Um, oh yeah, the one when Alfred was the Alfred became the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's and it's only because uh, Bruce was going mad uh, without the Joker, and yeah, I really love this, and I, I really love like this little descent. It's literally four lines, but it's so powerful. Like, mm-hmm. Deej, go ahead, read the read read the four lines. Can I make it a little bigger there? I can't. Okay then. Uh, white grease paint, red lipstick. A purple suit, a green wig, and it did nothing until I smiled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so perfect. Yo, my man Alfred looking kind of pretty, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, the uh, Flashpoint Joker. Flashpoint. When it's, uh, yep. Yeah. Martha, uh, Martha Wayne. Martha Wayne. And that's Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really did. I really did love the idea that there's this part of part of this is um, 
uh, part of this is that no crime is committed on the anniversary of Bruce's death. Because uh, that is literally the anniversary where the Batman and the Joker call, call a truce and go and mourn their son. And if there's any crime committed, you have to answer to both of them. Nobody fucking wants that. <laughs> so <laughs> that was an interesting little dynamic in that comic book. And, you, and it's hard to find, but it's in there. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we got, we got a lot of things here. Um, this one was, um, God, I forgot which one this was, but yeah, this is, uh, this is, uh, another take on the, ch on the childhood, uh, the childhood abuse thing, uh, which was also used in the movie, uh, the new 52 Batman with the dark, with the dark, uh, with the, with the, with the red hood. I mean, there's so many different ones. And the reason that there's so many different ones is because he doesn't have one. Like, like, uh, even, even in this movie, uh, there's, there's certain little nods to the comics and certain little nods to previous Jokers. Uh, like, uh, we have a, we do have an Uncle Jack nod, right? With the, with the, mm -hmm. we do have a Heath Ledger nod. Uh, I don't think we have a nod for... Nicholson. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Uncle Jack. Uh, I don't think we have a nod for, uh, what's his name though? Jared Leto. I didn't see one. Did you see one? No. No. <clears throat> I think a lot of people just want to forget about the Jared Leto one. <laughs> so, Mine yeah, wasn't well, bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I hate it. He meets the criteria. He meets the criteria, and that's kind of why it pisses me off. Like, does does the does the Joaquin Phoenix Joker meet my criteria for a good Joker? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, he does. It's like the best criteria. It's like the only criteria. Yeah, and I've talked about it on the show before, so I'm not going to go back into it. Um, so let's move on here. Stranger Things Season 4 has been announced, and this time we have a teaser trailer. Or is this just uh, is this just that little 40? Preview of the preview. A preview of the preview. All right, let's see this. This will be the final season. I'm excited. We'll get your fucking text off the screen. Yeah, how nice of them to show the fucking trailer. Fuck you, dude. With their text all over the fucking screen. Literally, it's just it says Stranger Things for it, and then it says we're not in Can we're not in Hawkins anymore. So that's, that's all it is. That's it, and I get that. But what? Stop it! You know, like if <laughs> well, this, if all of this was like down here in like the little subtitle section, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But this is literally eating up ninety percent. Look at this. This is ninety percent of the fucking screen. Look. That's all it is right there. Though. That's that's all we're looking. Yeah, at. well, like yeah, it's a little tw it's a little thirty second teaser trailer of that they 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 they're, they're doing four. But look at this fucking text by IGN. What do you want from me? So, I didn't ask sure you, you know. Play. I didn't ask you to play. Shut the fuck up, YouTube. Whatever IGN. Fuck I'm you. fucking stoked. No, oh, I am so, I am so happy. Well, I, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm hundred percent in. I'm in. Hunted. Hundred percent in. Dude. What about you, Deech? Oh, absolutely. Although I'm kind of curious how. Uh, Have you seen I mean, the third season yet? Oh yeah, I saw it. 
second day it came out. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious how they're gonna. I mean, I, I wonder if they're gonna like pull it in, you know, when they're all adults and you know they come together or whatever, because they're all separated now. You know, spoiler warning. <laughs> but like I said, way no, past they're not all time. separated. Are they? Just three of them. Uh, that's enough, dude. Like, no, they're most of them are separated. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, they all went to different parts. I mean, well, not different parts. I'm pretty sure. Like, I think one stayed in the town. Uh, Mike. You know, so but yeah, but but pretty much the you know the the gangs disbanded. So I'm Didn't wondering. Nancy if stay in the town too. Uh, Nancy, that's the psychic king, right? Or uh, no, there's... no, Nan- Nancy is the fucking his Mike's sister. Oh, oh yeah! Holy crap! Steve also stayed in the town too. Yeah, Steve. I, don't remember uh, I know the I know the family. What's their name? They left. The uh, the ones who asked. Yeah, who they were the Mike. only ones that left. No, that was like no. There was one other people who left. I know that. No, I mean, we're, we're, not gonna, sure. we're not going to spend all day on this. Anyways, like like, uh, God damn it! Watch watch the third one. We're excited right. for the fourth one, uh, the fourth and final season. Uh, I I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait too. Y'all got me fucked up though. I'm about to go watch it again. Yeah, right. Get a little nostalgia. Yeah, so let's dev that and move on. Now, before we get to this, let's talk about uh, our boy. Uh, why didn't I get this ready ahead of time? I don't know. Oh, my God. It's beautiful, beautiful host skills here. I'm fucking amazing. Uh, anyways, so uh, there was a, cre- a question posed to us by Hengel, uh, Grave Robber, one of our dear friends, one of the only one of three listeners of the show he wanted to know our take on metallica he wanted to know um you know is it time to just hang up the fucking the the the, the skinny jeans and just go into obscurity or do you, do you guys think that they've been relegated to dad rock what what, what do you guys stand on metallica as of right now because he's, both, they're back man. in the news both both of what the both of the things you just said like they need to hang it up and there are dad rock <laughs> like like seriously like i don't know i thought i don't like metallica personally i like a few songs but mostly it's all the same thing to me and um yeah it's they it was time to call it quits like back in the 90s you know what i mean wow. where they were trying to do the loudest album ever but it sounded like shit in the recording because everything's redlining so yeah no, i think it's time to what, what, what was that thing you said it if you're not redlining, you ain't headlining. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah, no. Fuck Metallica. <laughs> uh, DJ, go ahead. <laughs> Try to breathe there, dead man. Uh, sorry. He just made up. himself laugh. Fairly so. Uh, yeah. Um, I do like Metallica, but honestly, look, look. I mean, Metallica. You know, it, it's time. It, it was time to set, set aside. I mean, I mean, it's so weird because you know you have bands that you know all they can do is just like clubs and stuff like that, and they, they try to keep it going. 
you know, but Metallica, Metallica is still doing like concerts. I mean, heck, their last two po- uh, albums, uh, rather last three albums, I guess, Saint Anger, Death, uh, Death Metallic, and uh, this last, this latest one. I mean, I think they're the weakest ones, but you know, they all went platinum. So I mean, they're still, you know, so they are getting some, you know, they they, they are still, still, still rather successful. But truth be told, you know, there comes to a point where you just have to be like, you know. Bro, it's, it's kinda, yeah, it's, it's just people only just, bought those albums because of Metallica. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's literally the uh, the uh, the name. You know, it's, yeah. it's the name. You know, it's the name because, like I said, I like Metallica, but you know, I'll be the first to admit, I'm sorry. Like, Saint Anger and Death and Death Metallica is uh, it's generic. I yeah. mean, it, it, any it, I mean, like I would say they're bad, but any metal band could play those albums. But with Metallica, with the name behind Metallica, you expect. More, you expect a lot more, and it's you know it's not there. I I haven't heard this latest album yet, but you know, it might just be more of the same. It might not be, but the fact of the matter is, is that you know they they're selling, they're selling, but it's the name now. And look, I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to keep going, you know, just do tours, you know, do stadiums, but you know, just or or just hang it up, but. They are basically dad rock now. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, they are. And uh, I mean, look at him. I mean, look at I mean, look at Headfield right now. I mean, yeah, he looks he does he looks rough as fuck. He he really does. It's like he should be like like what is he like in his picture? He looks like a hundred and two. <laughs> well, that's also what you get when your band is literally nicknamed Alcoholica. Well, yeah. All the way back into their early years, you know, go figure. But it, it, I'm sorry, I mean, just just look at these guys. I mean, I think the only one that looks halfway decent is Kirk. I think no, no, not even. Or yes. oh no, the basis because the basis is younger, yeah. the newest one, Jason Trujillo. Yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, dude, it's like, look, guys, it's time. You know, just you, you know, you had a good run and you and you sold. You know, your last three albums went platinum. You know. You know, you know, make your own company. You know, become producer. You know, like you know, bring up newer stars. You know, give back but, to the community is what you're trying to say. Yeah, you know, but yeah. as far as you guys playing, it's like you know, go ahead and play, but you know, don't. But just know when to just no hang it up. Quit. Yeah, know when to quit. And at this point, I have to agree. Uh, I, I wouldn't say they're dad rock because they're kind of timeless and the idea that they outlived Megadeth, they outlived fucking all the other weird little metal thrash bands that came around at the same time as them. Uh, Death Magnetic and Saint Anger were abominations to humanity and I believe they should be tried at the Hague for them. Uh, but this, I haven't heard this new album. I haven't honestly wanted to give it a chance. I do believe that it is about time to hang it the fuck up. And uh, I, I do love Metallica. They were not my first choice of metal, uh, but I got into them eventually because of playing guitar and trying to sing. So there was a, there's a lot of stuff that you, that, that you can learn from Metallica, and that's kind of why I say they're a little timeless is because you, you, you go all the way up to Reload. Yes, I'm saying Reload. For anybody who's going to disagree with me, whatever. Come <laughs> oh, at yeah. me. Email us. VT network eighty four gmail dot com. Anyways, uh, like there's hey hey, of, I don't want that hey. <laughs> uh, there's a lot you can learn from Metallica as as opposed to bands that are out right now. So, I do think though 
it is time to relegate themselves to the past. I, I, I agree with DJ. Get, start giving back to the community. Start, get, start, start, start exploring other bands, become producers, open a label, do something. Just it, it's time to hang up the straps. And the reason, one of the reasons we're talking about uh, Metallica is because James Hetfield has gone the fuck back to rehab. Uh, he's, he's the last time he was in rehab was in 2001. And so they've canceled their remaining tour, which is uh, Australia, New Zealand, and a whole lot of other dates. And it's just, um, I'm like, how, how the fuck did you beat 20 years of alcoholism and then go clean and then lose the battle another t- almost 20 years later? You know what I mean? It's come the fuck on, dude. We've been here. We've been here before. Why are you doing it? But yeah, that's a, look at that. Yeah. So that's what he's in for? He's in for alcoholism? Yeah. Hmm. Oh boy. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't do drugs. I don't think he even smokes weed or anything else like that. They, 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 they that's why they were called alcoholica, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It looks like a bunch of biker dads on stage, don't they? <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Let's see. Oh, they have a gal. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's not a good picture. Oh, the bell tolls. That's time definitely marches on. That's eighties. Fuck Lars Ulrich. That's reload. Yeah. Look, that's uh, that's Kurt. By the way. And we're taking out huh. we're taking out some performance photos just to give a good timeline. Uh, yeah, even this even this this was a while ago. The one that that center picture, yeah, that was a while ago. Kirk looks like a zombie now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, man! Like, I, yeah, that's true here. Like, am I am I really that old? Am I really really that old? Yeah, Deej, we're getting old. No. <laughs> you guys are getting old. I know, right? What do you mean getting old? <laughs> so anyways, uh, 50 Cent uh, said in an interview that Michael Jackson was great, but it's Chris Brown's turn. And uh, you know what? This is this is, this is funny. This is funny. Ready? Ready? I've never liked 50 Cent, and I don't like him now, so fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, let's see. Um, uh, Mustard, since this is your boy Chris Brown, why don't you go ahead and uh, read that right there? Okay, hold on. No, nope, that's not my... uh -uh. I don't know why you said that. (laughs) Because he hung out with uh, Mr. P-Pants. So how does that make him my boy? Ah, It's your boy. Because I like two songs from Mark Kelly. That's, that's, yeah. He now Chris Brown is my boy. Yep. You're an you're an idiot. <laughs> this type of behavior has gotten Fifty Cent in trouble for in the past. He's not finished showing love to his homie Chris Brown. Fifth, <laughs> fifth got on the Jackson family's bad side because of the constant MC MJ whatever comparisons on the social media. While he likely didn't mean any harm in his posts, the rapper ticked off Paris Jackson by saying, 
Breezy might just be better than the King of Pop. Shit. Uh, Deej, go ahead and let that continue. <clears throat> Paris argued that their performance skills are not even close, <laughs> and that and that comment led to Fifty possibly crossing the line. I understand how you feel, Paris, but don't. Uh, but does anyone care about how the little boy's butt feels? Whoa! Want to try that line again? <laughs> yeah, all over it. I, I yeah. <laughs> I understand how you feel, Paris, but does anyone care about how the little boy's butt feels? Hmm. He took he took a little bit of a break, but he's back with more ammunition today, forcing his CB opinion down our throats once more. Hey, fuck you, Fifty Cents. I never liked you. You piece of shit. <laughs> and this is a lifelong dislike. This is nothing new. Ask DJ. Yeah, pretty much. He really does not like 50 Cent. I mean, there was only one time he would have been like, okay, you know what, 50 is cool. And that was like one, but that was like a whole, uh, this, like this whole thing with corn. You know, we're, we're not getting into that. Yeah, we're not getting into that. And it wasn't even because of 50 Cent, it was because of corn. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Sharing an insane video, the Virginia based singer pulling off a few spins during his Indie Goat tour. 50. Why do they do that? It makes you fifth. Fifth. 50. Maybe he's not worthy his... for 50. He's called fifth. Yeah, fucking moron. <laughs> 50 yelled his thoughts from the rooftop. I would hate to be an R&B. Uh, DJ, would you oblige? Deed. Okay. I would hate to be an R&B what the, what the fuck was neighbor that? I don't... right now. This fool, this fool better than MJ, he typed. He added even more sauce in the comments, writing, repeat after me, MJ was great, but it's CB's turn. No, it is not, and fuck you for trying to push him down our fucking throats. Fuck you, you piece of shit. I hope you overdose. <sighs> yeah, that... Uh, it doesn't seem like 50 Cent will be lining up anytime soon. Do you think Michael Jackson is more talented than Chris Brown? The pubes that Michael Jackson left in his sink after shaving are more talented than Chris Brown. Damn! Mustard? I don't know, man. I kind of I like Chris Brown. I'm just kidding. No, obviously... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is stupid as fuck. Why would you even compare the two? He, he, I like how he bitches about little boys' butts, but he just, like nobody cares about how Rihanna feels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like fuck. Like, nah. I don't know. It's stupid. I don't even know why this is on the podcast. I had such a better topic. What's your topic? Fucking the Beatles going back to number one. Dude, what are you talking about? Right. You know what? I forgot to bring that up. So, uh, uh, all right. Well, Deej, Deej, what do you think? Michael Jackson better than Chris Brown? Ridiculous. See, he agrees with 50 Cent. He thinks that it's ridiculous to even compare Michael Jackson to the greatness that Chris Brown is. That's DJ's opinion, folks. You heard it here. Yep. What the fuck? <sighs> Maybe looking for a new host. Moving on. Wow! Ten bands have changed the face of music in the 1990s. Metallica, oh, Nirvana, yeah. uh, Sepultura, Biohazard, Pantera, Korn, 
Slipknot, Alice in Chains, Radiohead, and Nine Inch Nails. Actually, that is the 90s. So, uh, whoever the fuck wrote this, you're a moron. Moving on. Wait, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> what, what What? the fuck do I type here? In, 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 instruct me. Because... <laughs> The Beatles returned to number one. What are you talking about? How do you not know how to Google things? Well, because you you made fun of me, so now I can't type in front of you. I got fucking typing fear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We found Dead Men's Kryptonite. No, not really. All right. So for, for Mustard, a quick recap. Ten bands who changed the face of music in the 90s. Metallica, Nirvana, Sepultura, Biohazard, Pantera, Korn, Slipknot, Alice in Chains, Radiohead, and Night Inch Nails. And once again, I will say that it's the 90s. Whoever wrote this is a moron. You caught up there, Mustard? Okay, then. Did you fucking... <sighs> okay then. So he's having a stroke. All right. So the Beatles' Abbey Road album returns to number one fifty years after its publication. Um, let's see. The Fab Four reclaims the top spot with expanded anniversary. Oh, so it's an anniversary edition. Ah, that explains uh, it. The album set a record. It got 49 years, 252 days since the initial chart-topping run. It ended in early 1970, the longest gap before returning to number one. Cool. This is actually pretty neat. Uh, this is, goes back to where we talked about a week or so, uh, a couple of weeks ago, about the idea of uh, 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 where music is, you know, nowadays. Oh. Like how, yep, he, uh, his internet shit up. Uh, where yeah, music yeah. is... Uh, nowadays, you know, like would certain would certain bands uh, thrive in a place like this? And honestly, this might this might shoot a big fucking hole in our boat. Uh, maybe not. Really? Okay. I mean, I say, I mean, the Beatles is like it, they're timeless, dude. Like you know, they came out at the right time and you know the right the right place, right time, and and you have. All those years, you know, and all the time people listening to music, of course it's going to grow. But if this was, like, brand new, like, if this happened, like, this band came out today, no, I, I still don't believe it, it would have been, I mean, they, like I said, they probably would have been successful, but it wouldn't be near as big. I don't know, because, like, what, right now, right now, uh, for the first time in our history, there's more young people than there are old people. And for... <laughs> No, 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 yes, no, no, no bullshit. No, they, that's an actual statistic. Right now, for the first time of our history, there's more people under the age of 50 than there are people over the age of 50. Uh, welcome. <laughs> He's on his fucking camera. Oh, damn. I thought I was having a stroke there. <laughs> <in. laughs> Yo, my bad. <laughs> Y'all saw my dick, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God damn it. I forget what the fuck I was Anyways. even talking about, dude. That What's was... up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I did not see jack shit. Thank uh, God. I was, I, was, I was saying that, you know, I was saying that, you know, th this might actually blow a hole in the boat that we said about the Beatles. 
uh, uh, not being able to exist in today's musical climate because for the first time in our history, we have more people under, under the age of 50 than we do with people over the age of 50. And this is kind of a, this kind of blows a hole in that whole argument because uh, yeah. for the first time, uh, gap of 49 years, 252 days, uh, almost almost exactly uh, 50 years since it originally came out and it's charting number one. What do you, what do you, what do you, where do you stand on this? I mean, do you... Um... Oh, you, okay, you first. Oh, well, I think, I think the name holds a lot of weight to it, you know? Right. And, like, people kind of feel obligated to, like, oh, well, it's the Beatles, I have to listen to it, I have to check it out, because I hear about it so much, blah, 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 and, like, that's, that's obviously a new person, you know what I mean? But, like, if somebody were to just sprout up and make this song today, I don't think it would get past the garage. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's my like, that's my whole thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, because it's so successful now. I mean, like, because you know, like the Beatles are timeless. People will yeah. always know who the Beatles are. You know, that's yeah. why we see like something like this. Now. And if you don't know who the Beatles are, you feel obligated to check them out. Yeah, because people yeah, exactly because yeah. people talk about them so much. I mean, yeah. but if it was, this is like brand new, like literally, we don't know nothing. But the next day. No, they might still find success, but it wouldn't be as tight. It wouldn't be nearly nearly uh, as much as it was it was back in the day, and like literally make the timeless we we know now. Because no, the music scene, the music, the music industry is extremely oversaturated now. Mm-hmm. Everybody sounds the same. There's no originality. There is no cutting edge uh, methods or breakthrough. Fucking, you know, and there's none of that back then. You, power chords were breakthrough back then. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I, um, I, I had to argue that because I mean, in in today's climate, and especially since I just switched from Spotify to Apple Music, uh, in today's climate, um, like if I'm if I'm just scrolling through the For You page, and I hear the beginning of Sgt. Pepper's uh, Lonely Hearts Club Band, I'm gonna pay attention. You know, well, what I mean? like, like, uh, mustard. How does how does how does that first line go where he, where he shouts it? Well, it was twenty years ago today. Yeah, that Sergeant Pepper caught a band to play. They'd be going in and out of style, but they're guaranteed to raise a smile. Yeah, so like, it, like, like if I'm, yeah, like, like I'm gonna bring it up real quick because like yeah, mustard, you know, mustard's not doing years. it. Not mustard's not doing it any justice. I'm uh, not gonna scream it right now. <laughs> Uh, so like, but the, the thing is, is that you know, like, if if I'm scrolling through and I hear this, and we're gonna play a little, it's bit like a restaurant it. opening though. It's pretty cool. Like if I'm scrolling through and I and I and, I, and like like I hear that like because a lot of these a lot of these artists try to be interesting, you know, by uh, by putting that silence at the beginning of their song. But if I'm if I'm scrolling through and I hear this, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Yes. Oh yeah, you know exactly. Well, as I said, we're not saying that they they would flop or anything. We're just saying they wouldn't be an audience. We're just saying is that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't have the, the same impact as, as it was back in the day. Like I said, like this is like they were the right band for the right time for the right generation, yeah. mm-hmm. and and thus they literally became golden. Like you know, literally, like, literally a perfect storm. Exactly. Ex- exactly. It's not just you know that it was like everything was just aligned in place. You know, yeah. but compared like the controversies nowadays, in the music, the drug use, mm-hmm, the, exactly. the visuals, the psychedelic—it it was all 
too perfect. Yeah, the, uh, exactly. The, na- the nakedness. So, so yeah, also. like nowadays, it, it would be successful. I have no doubt about that, but it wouldn't be like the monumental success that we know the Beatles today. You know, that's what we're saying. Okay, so uh, I'm not saying that it would become timeless now. Exactly. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they would be successful now. Is this? Yeah, is okay. They would, yeah, they would sell a couple records, but they wouldn't be worldwide or anything. Yeah, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be fucking timeless. Like, 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 like if they came out now, we wouldn't hear they, twenty years. Comparing to an artist nowadays, they would not be Post Malone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, like, like, I mean, just think. Look at the number one song right now. I think it's that's literally all the right? proof you need right there. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Wait, is it still Lizzo? Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That song is number one. So that's why I say no. Like, they'll be success, but they will not be ti- the timeless. Stupid fucking song, too. But, uh. Hey, Sunflower's 13. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> we really like Sunflower. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, but that's, that's all I'm saying is that, you know, if they came out today, they would drop, they would sell albums, they'd be instantly a hit. Uh, would they be timeless 20 years from now? No. Nah, I so, so. Uh, I I don't know. Like this, this has kind of changed my perception on a, on a couple of things about the Beatles and their success. Uh, uh, pedigree aside, like, uh, and we should just all admit that they're the greatest band to ever live. And we should just <laughs> hang it up and like all admit it. Can we all admit that real quick? I will not say they're the greatest band ever. I will say that they are one of the greatest bands ever because we still have shit like Pink Floyd. Sorry, uh, Pink Floyd didn't do what the Beatles did, bro. Yeah, uh, they were around. Yeah, because you could tell, I could say tied for the greatest band ever because there's some pretty good competition. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, you know, out there, but like, like you know, DJ? but yeah, but like the, the Beatles DJ? are second to none. Like they will Pearl not Jam. be second. Pearl Jam. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, the Beatles are second to none. Like they, you know, he's trying, he's trying to they're, go they're to not second category argument. to anybody. You know, they, they're he like, should be told. I mean, they're kind of like in a, in a, they're in a, in a, they're in a group of their own. Like I was, I was about to say, don't say they're in a category all their own. That is such a fucking intellectual cop out. Wait, who are the Beatles? Not are? if it's true. But it's not true because they are constantly compared to Jimi Hendrix, constantly compared to all the other psych bands of the era, including Santana. So it's not true. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, really? Yes. Uh, yeah, they huh. get compared to Hendrix a lot just because they were so close in time. In time and in, and in the the the, the 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 trippy LSD music. Yeah, they get compared all the fucking time. So it, it's just not a true statement. What? Now, I well, think just the like Beatles were just decade, a little bit thought out than Jimmy was. Okay, so, yeah, so, like, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we, yeah, that yeah that's weird. Like, huh? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, they they both play around the same time, but I don't know why I was considering them different entities. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, look, 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 look. look. I'm gonna show you something real. Quick. I mean, hold on a sec, folks. I know you hear typing, and they usually the music go quiet, but I'm yeah. trying to be as because. That's the that's the album cover of Axis Bold Is Love from Jimmy Hendrix. Well, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of those albums uh, back in the the day, uh, and you know, but that's those, what I'm talking about. Is ones, psychedelic. But, I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm just talking about like just music. I'm not talking about like, oh god, god. you know, do you I, know, do I just school you and Jimmy? Really? Don't make me do uh, this, DJ. <sighs> I'm just talking about how, you know, just like people just comparing them. Jesus Christ, dude. God damn. 
I know he's being so elitist. This I podcast. know, right? Jesus Christ! This whole podcast, like, he's been so elitist. I've just Ryan been is like, oh, like, hold on, why oh, oh, the come up with a billion reasons? Shut up! Shut up! Anyway, Jesus Christ! Getting damn. the fuck, getting the fuck back to it. This is amazing. I'm actually really happy for the Beatles because this really is a, a feat that I don't think any other band can pull off. How about how about that? Can we go forward on that note? Well, go back to number one 50 years after it's fucking made. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's hard to do, but well, I guess we'll find out in 50 fucking years. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, if Post Malone is still around in 50 years. No, Sunflower <laughs> comes back 49 years. I'm calling it. I am fucking calling it. <laughs> I'm going to get Sunflower tattooed in my fucking... I don't even know my neck or something. Uh, out for it. I'll pay for it. All right. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, uh and it's really cool uh how all these all these fucking all all this whole culture pops up around this whole time and around the Beatles and everything like it, yeah. it's really neat and and I think that I think like like I understand the whole pedigree alone thing like I really really do I just think it's really neat Do you remember when when the song Black Beatles came out Yeah I remember, I remember fucking, uh, God, who was it? I think it was Paul McCartney tweeting out, like, he did, he even did the, the, the mannequin challenge, yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, gotta love those black beetles, man, <laughs> and, like, honestly, I, I think it's so cool how, like, like, he is so down with people, like, playing his music and remaking his music and referencing his music, like, he's, he's not bothered by it at all. Well, I mean, his like own he fucking loves son doesn't, so he's got to have someone. Yeah, that's true. Like, All imagine right, his bro. son doesn't like the Beatles, dude. How fucking mad would you be, dude, if you're Paul McCartney and your son doesn't like the Beatles? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad at all. I wouldn't be mad at all. It's it, it's 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 in it's in your it's in your child's nature to you know not like their, what their parents like. So let's get that. You know, that's, a, that's a sad reality. It is like, sad reality, but it dude, is imagine reality. though it's like it's like oh, well, well, why? What's wrong, Dad? It's like I don't know. I, I guess I'm just I guess I'm just blind or something. But why, Dad? I just I just can't seem to see where the fuck I went wrong with you. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I must be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that was beautiful. That was gorgeous. I love it. Um... <laughs> That'd be my uh, reaction. Damn. Anyways, uh, I'll talk about uh, I I'll talk about some voice acting stuff. Um, I'll talk about that next show. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> this was a good episode. And fuck you for calling me an elitist piece of shit. You piece of shit. Uh, Deej, go ahead and let him know where to get the merch. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen. We've said this constantly time, but we'll say it again to actually buy something. We have merchandise. That's right. Videotainment Network has merchandise. If you want a t-shirt, we got that. You want socks? Not a problem. You want ladies' tea? You'll, you know, you'll get your girl a little something on the, you know, for a throwaway gift on her birthday. We got that, too. We got posters. We got stickers. We got freaking cell phones, both Samsung and iPhone. We have wall tapestry. We even have a, a pillow. That's right. If you, if you think about VTN and you're resting, you lay your head down on a nice soft pillow you just think vtn that's right we'll be right there with you <laughs> right next to you as you sleep 
pleasant dreams. <laughs> God damn it. Check. But you want to know where you get all this great merchandise? Well, Please. that's teespring.com. That is right. It's www.teespring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT network. You want me to say it again? I will say it again. That's www.teespring.com that uh, forward slash shop forward slash VT network. That's right. And you want that pillow because if you don't have VT network sleeping in your life, there is obviously something wrong with us. So remember, check out their shop now. That was beautiful. Right, okay. So, <laughs> uh, Mustard, let them know where to tweet at us and get at us about sleeping with uh, with us in their bed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, you can find us at VT Network with the number two. Uh, you can tweet at us, follow us, uh, make fun of us, leak our nudes, whatever you want to do. Um, on Facebook, we also are under VT Network, the number two, for some fucking reason. And then on Gmail, if you have any uh, complaints, uh, concerns, questions, or suggestions for the show, uh, we are under VT Network 84 at gmail.com. I apologize for all the numbers, but it is 2019, and there we are. There is a scientific study going on that says we will be out of usernames and passwords by the year 2050. So uh, we're we're looking at that. <clears throat> and oh, they uh, extended it to 2050. Yeah, they did. Okay. And um, that's that's about it, folks. There's subscribe and like this video if you think Destiny and uh, Division are the same game. Ah! I'm gonna keep it running because they are. They literally are. Fox, we have, we've already yeah. had. Brave Robber agree with us, and that's no. pretty... Uh, Ooh! Mustard yeah. has backup! Yeah, I do. Yeah, and they can beat both their asses. Anyways, thank you very much to the Magic Squirrel Network. Thank you much to Paul Schroyer for picking us up and giving us the opportunity. I was actually just on his podcast named, uh, I think it's Van Damage Jean-Claude. I'm gonna double check on that. We did talk about one of our one of my favorites. Yeah, Van Damme, it's Jean-Claude. We did talk about one of my favorite Van Damme movies, Knock Off. Uh, it's, the usual runtime for his podcast is like 30 to 45 minutes because he just talks about the movie and what was fun about it. Uh, we kind of got into a whole bunch of history with uh, Chinese cinema, Jackie Chan, uh, Samuel Hung. Really cool stuff. So go ahead, head over there. Give him a, give him a, a, a listen. Give him a subscribe. It's completely free. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it and we're going to keep coming up with content. We of course are asking for, for, for some feedback. Do you want us to do another show? Do you want us to do some streaming stuff? Let us know, please. Um, yeah, I believe that about wraps us up. Uh, thank you guys for everything. Say good night, DJ. Good night, DJ. Kumate, and welcome to Van Damme and Jean-Claude, a monthly Jean-Claude Van Damme movie review podcast hosted by myself, Paul Schroyer. Join me as we talk about Jean-Claude Van Damme's movies, starting with his first movie and ending with whatever's going to be his last. We talk about everything Jean-Claude Van Damme, including how many splits did he do? Do you see his butt? And, does he save a woman from being sexually assaulted? Released the first Saturday of every month, join me over at the Magic Squirrel Network. 
or anywhere else that you listen to your favorite podcast. Kumite. Kumite.